I'm Julia. We're here. We're putting live from Portland, Oregon. I mean, Columbus, Ohio, where it's very rainy. It is. It is rainy. The weather. At least it's not snow, right, Julia? <laughs> you know, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> it's too early in the season for me to get into Columbus on snow, but so we're looking forward to it. Speaking of weather, what did you do this weekend, Julia? Um, I did a whole lot of nothing. I sat around. I watched a lot of football on Saturday. That's because- good, as you should. Yeah, lots of good football Did you games. enjoy your um, Saturday noon game? I know you were really yeah, looking forward I did. to it not I being really, a Friday night game for really once. did enjoy the noon game. I love a noon game. Yeah, we like a good noon yeah. game. Although, then, I did think about the poor children, RIP, to the no, – that sounds so bad – to the students who were sitting at the game because it was like four hours oh, of yeah. just like sitting in the rain. And I guarantee you that no one went out after because everyone – I don't – I don't know. You go How out. do you, you sustain just- – intoxication for four hours i mean i guess you can buy alcohol in the stadium yeah now you can buy alcohol in the stadium you used to not be able to i told my mom that she didn't believe me she's like no you can't i'm like okay yeah you used to like i think it was until my senior year because you can't do it in michigan you can't but i've never bought out i've never felt the need to buy alcohol in the stadium so (laughs) i don't drink in the stadium that's probably a good rule of thumb yeah but either way you figure out ways to like go out oh, after a game sure. especially after a win like that like you the key is to not nap and rally that's yeah that's if you nap key. that's just if like if you nap you're it's done. done like i used to tell all my friends that in college i'm like you can't go home and nap that's not gonna happen so i did that one time and guess what happened i just it just i went to bed yeah exactly it it doesn't work but um yeah so i did basically a whole bunch of nothing this weekend and then i went to oxford ohio to visit the infamous Kristen. Yes, of course. We are uh, very fond of Kristen here on this podcast. Thanks for your listenership, Kristen, if you're out there. <laughs> I'm her number one fan. In other news, I went to Hawking Hills last weekend. Um, actually took advantage of some time off on Friday. When, went, uh, I was going to say up there, but I guess technically it's kind of like down there. Yeah, it's like south, I think. Um, got lost a bunch of times. Had a, had a lot of fun. Checked out uh, all the leaves. Yeah, the leaves are looking real good. They're looking like, really great, and I'm honestly I feel like surprised. This is a peak it's weekend. Been raining so much that I'm I'm surprised all the leaves haven't like fallen off yet because Friday Has was it like been raining a lot. Yeah, Friday was really nice, and then it rained all Saturday, and so then oh yeah, it did. We literally just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Sunday, I know a lot of people who went out on Talking Hills, and I would thought maybe there would be like no leaves left because like the rain usually takes a lot of leaves off the tree mm-hmm. that didn't happen so maybe i'll do that this weekend since it's a bye week oh that seems like a perfect thing to do it during like a bye a week that and get married you know yeah good thing to do this weekend if you're out there <laughs> if you're out there and you have it you're planning a wedding <laughs> this weekend would be a good time can't relate <laughs> well let's get into some news um this week for you we have some news updates a little bit of food apparently no drink it's just food this week thanks julia <laughs> I had one thing. Actually, on my that's mind. true. There's like really no. I mean, there's drinks on the side. I'm sure you can get drinks at said places. Um, and then we got some sports updates for you. Julia's gonna give you the lowdown about all of her things. And then uh, I'll talk to you guys about some politics. We got some exciting news because election week is next week. Actually, election day is next week. It's not a whole week of elections. And then we got a little bit of construction for you, and we'll like finish you off with some events at the end. So, on Here that, we go. on that, we're gonna jump right into news. Okay, so we'll start off with news, or what I consider news. Um, 
one of the most beautiful offices was uh is located in Columbus now. It just opened up, and I think we talked about it earlier about it opening, but it's Bark. Yeah, which is like they do Bark Box and dog toys and stuff. Right. But it made Inc. Magazine's list of the most beautiful offices. Hmm. Is it so, just because of the dogs though? Um, I don't know. It's like this description doesn't really say what makes it beautiful. It just says about 50 canines roam through the space every day. Oh my gosh. Desks are placed next to lounge chairs with wipeable fabric so dogs and humans can sit side by side and an outdoor dog run offers a place to exercise. That's so cute. Yeah. So apparently that is their office. So if you're looking for a place to work in Columbus. And you have a dog or you want you a, have dog, a dog or you want to work with dogs. You want to work in Franklinton so you can be near all the cool stuff that's opening Wait, I think up. you said in Polaris. I said in Franklinton. Maybe. You wrote oh, in- I wrote in Polaris. Oh, because we work in Polaris? <laughs> yeah. And, and I was were just like, how did we of- not win? I was like, um, I was kind of confused because I was like, I didn't know they even had a bark office in Polaris. Okay, it's the one in Franklin. Too. Yeah. Glad we, we have a pretty office, but our it's not bark. There's no, no, there's, there's no, dogs. no dogs. There was a dog. There a was one tiny dog. little, it's a tiny little therapy dog. Oh, this therapy dog I saw was bigger. We oh, I saw like a today. tiny little therapy dog. And I'm like, what could you even do? Who knows? Yeah, um, our office discourages bringing your cats to work as well. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the more animal news? The more animal <laughs> news. Oh my god, I was so excited when I saw this. So, the Wilds welcomed a new baby rhino, and his name is Scout. Oh, I like that name. He's for so cute. A rhino. They named him after. Um, it had something to do with like Harley Davidson motorcycle something. Like there was some. They do like the ride for rhinos or I, I swear I can't make this up. Um. <laughs> Some motorcycle group, like, raises lots of money for baby rhinos, I guess. Okay. And so they named him Scout in, like, honor of that. Um, he's very cute. You can you can check him out on the interwebs. And if you want to go see him in person, you can see Scout and his mommy named Agnes. Um, I like that name, too. You have to make a reservation 72 hours in advance. Hmm. I've never been to the wilds. Yeah, I, I haven't. Hear it's like you drive through. Did you know that our friend of the podcast, Nathan, used to work at the Columbus Zoo? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I wonder if he knows all he the knows. other humans I know that work yeah, at the zoo. I know. He probably knows some of them. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I have not been to the wilds, but it's out near like Muskingum, I think, right? It's in like New Concord. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Because I know where that is. <laughs> well, Jack Hanna went to Muskingum, fun fact, uh, from like Kristen. A, is that a college? Muskingum? Yeah. Yeah, that's a college. Sounds like it from the context of the conversation. And he donated a bunch of ducks or geese or Word. animals that's to awesome. Muskingum. And that's why they're there. Okay. <laughs> the end. Um, what other news do we have for you? Start time in Columbus schools might change. They've been talking about it. I think this is something that like every school deals with. Yeah. Like my school district in New York did like had like a similar problem, but they said anytime before eight thirty is like a health hazard. Yeah, because I think California just passed a law that said like you can't start school before eight thirty, and we were actually just talking about this in my <clears> house <throat> last night about start times because it was kind of weird when I was in high school. Like, back in Virginia, we had one day that was a late start. So we started, like, most mornings at, like, 7.20. Yeah. And then on Wednesdays, we started at, like, 9. Weird. Yeah, it was bizarre. But then I think they pushed everything back the year after. I think that was, like, the trial run of, like, yeah. hey, we're going to see how traffic patterns and everything work on mm. Wednesdays. 
this entire school year and then we'll see if that works out for next year i know that like one of the big holdups is like after school activities because they want to make sure kids get out in time to like do after school activities and then have a realistic amount of time to go home and do homework still the other hard part too with after school activities is um parents schedules well parents schedules but more so if your field doesn't have lights like, mm-hmm. that creates a problem when it gets starts getting dark out. Yeah. So what my school actually did not while I was there, unfortunately, um, is they shortened the time between each period. So, like, originally we started at, like, 7.14 a.m. every day, and I was always, like, one minute late. Um, regardless, regardless um, they shortened, like, the periods in between were, like, six minutes, and they shortened it down to, like, four or something. And, like, two times nine is, like, 18 or so like they were able to start at like 735 or something yeah. which was like enough time to make a like a difference um and they, then they didn't have to impact their end time so they could still play sports with everyone else yeah i have no clue what columbus is gonna do because it was um it was uh, the columbus what's it called dispatch that wrote the article oh yeah and so, so i, I couldn't actually read it <clears throat> but it's good that they're having that discussion yeah, it's interesting because it's like I don't really understand how high schools work now that I'm so far removed from it. Because right. we were talking, like I said, we were talking about this in my house last night. Yeah, and I mean, um, you, you coach at a middle school, so like, yeah, you have that, a little bit of a connection. I have a there, little so. bit of it, but at the same time, like my high school was block scheduling, so we had classes for like an hour and a half every yeah, day every instead of. Are, I think mine were like forty something minutes. Yeah, so yours were a little bit shorter, so you had more transition time. But then my high school, we had like twenty minutes in between periods sometimes. It was very bizarre. Like, I don't even understand how I got in eight hours like of a school a day because, like, eight we st- You don't go to school for eight hours, do you? I don't know. <laughs> I think we got out at 2, 16, 7. Maybe seven hours a day. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know the laws. Either so anyway, way, Columbus is talking about it. Good for them. I hope it doesn't mess up our commute. What they should really do is, like, elementary schools and high schools need to flip-flop. Yeah, I think that's what, that's like... That's always... Because, like, kids that young, like, get up, like... If you're well, in elementary they go to school, bed so early too. yeah, you'll get up at 6 a.m. to like go to school. They don't care what they look like. The only They'll hard just get part on the bus and be is, happy. Um, like we talked about this earlier in an episode about how um, Columbus City Schools bought reflectors for all the middle schoolers for their yeah, backpacks and right. stuff. Is like people don't want their six-year-old out in the dark in the morning. I mean, parents most of the times are with. These them are things that I don't even yeah. think about. But you don't want to, like, be able to send your, like, nine-year-old out to the bus in yeah. pitch black, which is how it is at, like, 6 a.m. Super true. So that's – will be interesting. Yeah. In other news, people from Columbus are making it big on TV. There were some – there's a family that was guests on Kelly and Ryan. Like, Kelly – what's her name? And Ryan Rippa? Secret. Yeah. And Ryan's Decrest, I guess the show is like Oh, that used to be Regis and Kelly. Yeah, and then it now, was like Michael and Kelly or whatever. How does Ryan Secrest have time to do any of this stuff? He literally does everything. He's, he's like everything. an E executive. Anyway, he has a show, but like the more important part here, the Columbus connection here is that there was like some family that drove eight and a half hours and they were like the featured family of the day. I don't watch the show, but I guess there must be like a featured family or featured guest and like they talked about Columbus, Ohio, and people were like, Oh, it must be nice. In Columbia, like they don't even know. Anyway, my, my last little bit of news is, according to Twitter, in a photo which confirmed this statement, a black Model Y Tesla prototype was spotted in Polaris, which is super exciting because this is the car that came out last December. But you know, that's not even true. It came out in March. Just kidding. It came out in March of this year, but it's like not built yet. So you you can 
order one, but you can't get one. Oh, is so this the, the one that was like so cheap that everybody like ordered it? No, that's it a Model and, 3. So like oh. Elon Musk thinks a lot of himself. So his cars are Model S, Model 3, Model X, and Model Y, which if you think about it, it kind of spells sexy. And he did that intentionally. Oh, so the Model Y I is like... got that. Model Y is like the Model X, but it's like larger. It could potentially have up to seven seats. Like it has a third Oh, row. so it's like an SUV. But it just looks like the Model X. But anyway, the Model Y was spotted, so like that's pretty cool. Someone, someone to do with Tesla is driving around in Columbus, which doesn't surprise me because they're everywhere. The people to do with Tesla? Uh huh. They're everywhere. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know enough about cars to add to this conversation. End of story. Okay, so let's talk about some food news, Julia. What do you know? Okay, so Gala Park is opening up. So we've got two. To, con- to, to clarify, that's Gala Park because it sounds like you. It sounds like you said Gallup. Oh, Gallup, Gallup Park. Park. But Gallup it's Park. Gallup Park. Okay, sorry. Continue. Anyway, um, so we have like two places from our Colum or what do you call the cities? Our sister cities, I guess, like Cleveland and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So first is um Gallup Park. I guess that is a Cincinnati thing. Okay, and. I didn't know this, but the owners of BBR, which I guess is probably the restaurant ownership group, kind of like Cameron Mitchell and um, Corso and that sort of stuff. Yeah. He owns Dahlia and Fireproof. Okay. Um, And then also some bars in Cincinnati. So, so he's like a Cincinnati-based Yeah. So it's like percent? as if like standard move to Cincinnati okay, is gotcha. what I'm kind of getting from the vibe. I've never been to this place, but... I guess it is located in the banks of Cincinnati, this um, Gallup Park. So the Gallup Park is coming to Yeah, so they're going to put another one in Columbus. But this one is going to have a DJ and a dance floor. And on weekends, there will be like live entertainment. So we're adding more live music in the Short North. Mm -hmm. So it's confirmed for Short North. Yeah, confirmed for Short North. I don't know where exactly. Oh, it's near the Serendipity, like that co-working space. Um, I don't know where that is. Serendipity Labs. It's like got an orange sign on it. It's kind of past Pint House and thinking, if I'm thinking right. Okay. Um, But anyway, it'll be right kind of along that strip where Fireproof is because he owns that as well. Yeah. Or Fire- she. Fireproof it could be a boy or a girl that owns a this. A similar vibe. Like Fireproof. I don't think they have live music, but they'll have, they have a DJ. Yeah. I think the only thing they're missing is like a dance floor. Which is kind of awkward to have a DJ at a restaurant without a dance floor. It's like yeah. a DJ at a, I don't know. If it was just a bar, that's one thing. But it's because it's like a sit-down restaurant and you're having dinner and they're like, and you're like, uh, just trying to eat my chicken here, sir. Eat my food. Um, but it's supposed to open in March 2020 and it will have food and it's going to focus on made-from-scratch items with innovative presentations. So basically probably really small snacks with like a nice little like – Great. Can't wait. <laughs> you know, picturesque like chocolate swirl or something like that. Yeah. Or like, you know, random vegetables that you can't eat like arugula. Yeah. Well, you can eat arugula. But – Oh, and then they're also going to have charcuterie hummus pizza and – chicken tenders you just spoke to every millennial's heart like i yeah this is really aimed at millennials we got like charcuterie and chicken tenders so that will be interesting and then they'll also have a wine menu and cocktails and locally sourced beers so that's kind of cool but then also coming to columbus is town hall which is like i don't know have you ever heard of it it's 
does it relate to Rebel? Because the people who opened Rebel in Bridge Park also own Town Hall in Cincinnati. In Cleveland? Sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Not Columbus. Um, but basically, Town Hall is a healthier restaurant, um, and it's going to go in the Moxie Hotel that they're building in Columbus, which I didn't realize we were getting a Moxie Hotel. Where are they building it? In the Marriott. So they're going to build a 10-story. But where's story... the Marriott going? Which one? There's so many hotels, Julia. I can't yeah, I know. Keep I can't keep them I literally street can't either. Either. 800 North High Street. And it's going to feature a rooftop bar and lounge called Republic, and it's going to be at the Moxie. Shocker. (laughs) So we're getting another rooftop bar. That one's going to come later, but basically this um, town hall is I'm excited we're getting a town hall because Rebel is super good, and they have like paleo. Yeah, I was just about to say it's known as like healthy-ish food, so they have like protein bowls and salads and handhelds yeah. and they have That's specialty exactly nights what is. so vegan monday and kaleo wednesdays which what is kaleo is that like kaleo kaleo it's k-a-l-e-o maybe it's like paleo with kale i don't know or is it like keto paleo yes that's that accurate. would yeah. that would probably make yep, sense 100 and then, and then with then, that you have whole 30 because yeah. naturally they go together and they'll have brunch juices smoothies an assortment of coffee drinks. So I wonder I'm excited how different it is from Rebel, though, because Rebel sounds like pretty much the exact same thing. I feel like whenever I think of Town Hall, I think of because everyone talks about Town to Hall. I've never been to it, but then Food Hall opened up, and I was like, "Oh, is this supposed to be similar no, to Town I Hall?" I think the but- only difference would be like if Town Hall is like a sit-down restaurant, because Rebel you kind of like go up and order. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's the only thing I can think But that's of. also kind of like similar to food yeah, hall. Yeah, okay. I'm looking on Google now and it looks like a sit-down restaurant. Well, either way, I'm excited for that. That's coming in... Different than food hall because um, it's not like multiple different... Yeah, it's not multiple different venues. restaurants. It's just like the name. But yeah, that looks cool. And another rooftop bar. So yeah. we're coming at you, Chicago. <laughs> and then I saw you had some harvest news. So I actually learned this week... So. They're going to open a new Harvest Pizza in the brewery district? Yeah. But this is what I didn't realize. Did you know the the Harvest Pizza in German Village closed? Yeah, I did know that, but I didn't know the one in Grandview closed. Yeah, so they closed too. They closed the one in Grandview. That was the one next to the butcher shop. Yeah, but now it's the old spot. Right. Which looks really good. Yeah. Um. So that one closed, and the one in German Village closed. And that was their f- original. Their, like, original, which was like so good. That was honestly the best one because I've been to the one in Bexley a couple times, and I recently went to the one in Dublin, which they're both good, but they're like larger than the original one. The original one was like tiny, but that's what made it so good. And I think and it was right next to that bar. I forget what the bar is called, but you could literally like take a pizza from Harvest over to the mm. bar, or like bring your drink. Like pizza it was- sounds so good right now. I'm really regretting not buying pizza at Trader Joe's. Oh, that would have been a good move, especially on this rainy day. So <sighs> anyway, I think like there's a lot of hype, and a lot of people are really excited to um, have Harvest Pizza back in like the downtown area. Yeah, is the vibe I'm the getting. The German from Village, all of this. the GV. Well, it's brewery district, but it's like the same thing. Yeah, it might as well be the same thing. And then also Land Grant and the Vets Memorial um, Museum, they mm-hmm. teamed up and they have a beer now. Yum. It's called Four Pillars Pale Ale. And it's supposed to commemorate the first anniversary of the museum. Um, founded on the pillars of honor, connect, inspire, and educate. Which Have you been to the museum yet? I haven't. It's the one in Lake Franklin. Like yeah, it looks really cool. Post, yeah. I've not been there yet either, but they're going to be available on draft and in a six-pack six pack at land grant 
and the pro- a portion of the proceeds are going to benefit the mission of NVMM, which is the National Veterans Memorial Just and Museum. Just in time to for Veterans, for Day. Veterans Day, exactly. So, okay, this is really sad. I don't know why I didn't figure this out earlier. Back on the harvest note, um, the the harvest in German Village was like attached to this bar called Curio. Yeah, and that closed as well. It seems like. Yeah, I think they both closed around the same time. I think they're time. like the same thing. They were, or maybe they had the same owner. But it was such a good bar. Oh my gosh. I only went one time, but it was like the atmosphere, the ambiance was so great. <laughs> anyway, going to brunch, um, Seesaw added brunch, which I didn't realize Seesaw they, didn't already exactly. have brunch. Seesaw but just seems like the place that already would have brunch. Yeah, it does. But Their brunch menu sounds really good. Yeah, though. the skillet pancake with cornbread, blackberries, cinnamon sugar, and froyo. So again, speaking to the millennial and all of us, yeah, they're putting like froyo on millennial cornbread. You might as well just call it like millennial brunch. Yeah, and they'll have a s'mores because you're gonna spend too much breakfast food. (laughs) Oh, I love s'mores. They're gonna have s'mores fritters featuring graham cracker, marshmallow, and peanut butter. Peanut butter. Ooh. So that sounds really good. So good. Okay, I guess we should go into sports now, or I'm just gonna make myself hungry talking about food. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So, breaking news as of this morning: the Arena Football League closes down and um all six teams including the columbus destroyers are gone so the league confirmed on twitter like this morning that's so weird can you believe that we're saying things like they confirmed on twitter or this quote from twitter as it's like actual news because like look at our yeah okay (laughs) but like that's gonna be in history books one day like so and so tweeted oh for sure it already is i bet (laughs) i guarantee you But anyway, the league confirmed on Twitter that they're facing a multi-million dollar lawsuit from an insurance carrier that um, provides workers compensation during the league from like 2009 to 2012. So because of that lawsuit, they they have to close because... That's really sad. They can't afford it. Yeah. So that stinks. Our dream of being Columbus Destroyer season ticket holders is gone. No longer. R.I.P. Makes me, I mean, it's good to know that, like, us not supporting them wasn't the reason. Yeah, that's that true. they're not here, you know? Like, we can't, yeah, like, wasn't blame our ourselves. Fault. Yeah, we tried. We, we didn't pull a workers' you. comp case on them, no, so. No, we're not workers for them. No, no, no. Anyway. Moving on, um, this is also big news. Have you heard about this? The NCAA board approves athlete compensation for image and liking. No. Oh, my God. That's huge. Yeah. So. Wait. Why is this not everywhere? Thank this you is, for informing me, Julia. Wait. Are you saying this sarcastically? No. Do, I'm being serious. <laughs> oh, no, I was this like, is this, like is, a big deal. this is everywhere. I've seen so many memes about it because oh. people are really excited because this means the NCAA football game can come back. So, you know how they have like Madden. Like the football game, oh, the football video game. They had game. that before. They or, they originally had a college version, but because um they had to use money. college athletes yeah. and like they were basically using they were profiting off um athletes' images without the Dang athletes man. getting anything from it. So anyway, they are now allowed to be paid. So this will really only kind of like apply to a select few bigger well bigger bigger you know what just get off the podcast you're fine um it'll really only apply (laughs) to those who have like probably are really really good chase young chase young (laughs) yeah so please stay at ohio state another year i know college athletes duh (laughs) chase young is really good um so yeah that's really cool i didn't realize this but um gene smith is like 
the president of this committee or whatever that was to make the decision. So go Gene Smith. Um, this is going to be interesting. So we'll see how that all rolls out. But yeah, I, I feel like it, I hope it uh, works out well for everyone involved. I mean, I feel like eventually they were going to have to pay athletes <clears throat> or allow athletes to profit off their image and everything because think about how big like Instagram is now. Like, yeah. It was like influencers. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Because like, like I use Axe body spray. Yeah. Signed by. I Casey. mean, like yeah. Ridiculous. So I want to say like, oh, like this is only going to be big for like big athletes, but I can totally picture like some you know volleyball player being like, I got my top from American Eagle. Yeah, <laughs> or not even American Eagle, but like a smaller like store or something. Yeah, or like fitness classes or something like. Um, Small. This is a really dumb question, and maybe the answer is like not before, but maybe now. Do college athletes have like a manager? No. Like, how do they like do all of their college stuff and like manage their? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like shady because they probably do in some way, shape, or form. Like, if you go to a big high school that produces a lot of D one athletes, your mm-hmm. coach is probably like your manager. Like, your that is kind of shady. Yeah. So I'm I'm reading Lamar Odom's book right now. Oh, go Lamar, <laughs> former Kardashian. If you want to read a good good light read, Lamar Odom I'm sure, Odom's. I'm sure he's an. Intru- I'm sure he didn't write it. Oh no, there's no way you read one sentence of the book and you're like Lamar did not write this, but he definitely told the story because it's like written like basically instead of things like transitionally transitioning easily mm-hmm. there's like just a basketball a picture of a basketball in between paragraphs uh-huh. and then there's just like a new story and then there's just like a new story but in the same chapter so it's like anyway it's a good book um i'm borrowing it from the columbus library right now so plug the library Shout out to you i mean i love the library hey speaking of library did anyone listen to our episode last week and actually show up at the library like i suggested in a costume <laughs> if you did what happened did you get kicked out did you have fun did you make a new friend let us know in the comments below (laughs) um but in his book he talks about how his like aau coaches which is basically like travel basketball Mm -hmm. um set him up with you know sending him to like a prep school and like negotiating basically contracts with different um prep schools and different stuff until he could get to the nba like colleges like they paid someone to take his sats for him and so he could get into um University of Nevada, Las Vegas, like. (laughs) That's kind of sad, but okay. Yeah, but then since he got kicked out because, like, that's an NCAA violation, you can't have somebody else take your test because they scored too high. That's how they figured it out. Um, He went to Rhode (laughs) Island instead. Did he play for the Rams? Yeah, he played for the Rhode Island Rams. I mean, I would have could have gone to see him if I had been in college, you know, 20 years earlier or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, it's a good book. Um. I want to just talk about that book now, but, like, I need to move on. I mean, okay, anyway. Anyway, moving on. One um, sports team that I actually know. Were you impressed that I knew the Rams? (laughs) It's because I went, like, they were, like, the closest school to me, like. The one of the three schools in Rhode Island? No, there's a lot of schools in Rhode Island, like Brown University and then. Brown's in Rhode Island? Mm Mm-hmm, it's in Providence. Oh, why did I think it was in, like. Sometimes when I say Bryant really fast, people think Brown. Because I'm like, yeah, I went to school in Rhode Island. I went to, to Bryant. And they're like, you went to Brown? I'm like, sure. (laughs) <laughs> anyway we got some other sports news um the michigan coach is not <laughs> is nuts um also moving on moving on you wanna... jackets play <laughs> flames saturday good 
bi-week activity according to julia <laughs> so well okay i want to go back to this hardball thing because like i just love talking but about we him. already know hardball is crazy no but he, he doesn't eat chicken because sent- it's a weak animal julia this man <laughs> we don't need any more evidence to support this man's insanity um he sent a letter or an email to parents because like he's everybody's kind of talking all this speculation about like him leaving Michigan because Michigan hasn't been as good as they normally are. So he wrote an email to parents and it just says, I'm reaching out to let you know in recent claims that I am pursuing an exit strategy are total crap. It's an annual annual strategy driven by our enemies to cause disruption to our program and to negatively recruit. Oh my God. Did he take a leadership class from the president? (laughs) By the way, I don't even have an agent or representative. I'm committed to your sons, their education, their development as football players and people. So like, we'll see if he ends up like being there after the end of this season, because I just don't think he can lose another game to Ohio state and like Michigan keeps him there. So anyway, yeah. And then uh, CBJ plays the Flames on Wait, Saturday. Uh, if while we're talking about Michigan news, um, the Yankees definitely didn't win the World Series. They, like, lost in the playoffs. And so the Yankees fired their pitching coach um, today, and they want to pretend, they want to hire um, Chris Fetter, who is Michigan's pitching coach. Sorry, Kristen just sent me something that just... Oh, just Kristen, you light up our lives. T- okay, why don't you share? I can't share. <laughs> Julia can't share. With- Kristen, if you're listening to this, Julia just got your text, and she, like, instantly lit up. And she was like, Laura, I don't care what you're saying about baseball. Um, that's not true. Julia loves my baseball updates. The World Series, Game 7 is tonight. It's Go Nats. 6-6, six, six, Astros v. Nats. And by the time you hear this, you'll you'll know who who won. Yeah. Go Nats. Go you from the future. Okay. Okay, Laura, give us that. Okay. That politics update. I know you guys have all been waiting for it. So, well, it's election week day coming up. If we even know what it is. <laughs> um. So, election day 2019 is here before you know it. It's Tuesday, November 5th. Um. You might be looking at the person sitting next to you saying, "What the heck? What's on? Gonna, what's going to be on my ballot? What am I voting for? Like, what's happening? Well, I thought that we only voted like." Every couple of years, why should I go vote? Well, let me tell you, um, if you live in Franklin County, you um, and you listen to those podcasts and you care about how much you pay for parking, like, do you care if it's free in Short North, $2 or $10 an hour? Do you care if there are more smart lanes built? Do you care which schools get, like, money? Um, well, guess what? The people who are being elected in this election make those decisions. So in some cases, you could argue that like your local election has a larger impact on you than your national election. So some things you might see on your ballot if you live in Franklin County include um, voting for members of municipal court. So there'll be like two people per seat typically um and remember you won't see an r or a d next to a judge because they're a judge they're not like democratic or republican they should be neutral like that's their job they're supposed to be in the middle so if you want to know more about the judges you're voting for i would encourage you to research their past voting record to see how they ruled on cases oh okay i thought you meant like no. you're gonna look at their ballots so i was like i thought that was illegal like go see if they the read no no i mean like their case their case history if they have one if they haven't if they've been a judge if they're like incumbent um and if you don't like the incumbent then vote for someone else i don't know um there should be a little bit of information available 
you can also so i told julia this is where like the whole like us speculating about stuff happening in columbus comes in i've called like four people i don't really understand there's members of the city council um i guess there's four seats that are up for re-election so the way that our city council works in columbus is there are seven seats so there will be seven people on the city council and each term is four years there must be some kind of like rotating cycle like you vote for a new person every every year and then like every seat is just up every so often um so there are i believe there are seven or eight people on the ballot and then only four seats need to be filled so you'll just vote for four people um and if you want to do some research you can see who the incumbents are versus um who's who's running new so that's my little spiel that's why you should vote um in the in the election and it's it's next Tuesday, so if you need to know where you vote, you can go to like Ohio.gov. And I was about to give our um our Twitter internet handle? no the internet page because did you see the announcement today on the homepage of the internet where it was like make oh, sure you vote on Tuesday to see your local at work yeah no I didn't even notice that wow but yeah there's lots of information out there we'll tweet a few links if you want to go follow us on at columbus cast on twitter we'll just make sure that we tweet whatever resources are available for you to figure out what you're voting for and then feel confident when you go to vote for it okay it's time for the grand finale kind of of our columbus cast it's not ending well it's not forever (laughs) well okay so it's time for the finale wait no before we get into construction i have one piece of news that we totally forgot about that um oh the yeah so this is a really cool local thing if you're like me and love the band camp with two a's i meant to bring this up after you talked about the people from columbus on kelly and ryan because i was like in other columbus people on tv yeah so camp was on jimmy fallon jimmy fallon last night yeah and it was their first tv debut um they've had a lot of concerts and they're getting large they're getting like bigger and they're getting to have like a bigger name for themselves but they're on jimmy fallon and i think that's so cool um i definitely want to go watch it after and i know that they had they were playing two shows at the newport i think on the 28th and 29th of december and they both sold out so they just added a third show it's on the 27th so if you like really want to see camp or like if you have tickets to like the 28th and the 29th but you want to see them three nights in a row go ahead and buy tickets on the 27th free plug for camp camp you should be paying me right now Go camp. Go camp. Don't go camping. Just go listen to the band camp. Cool. Okay. Now for the grand finale. Now there construction you go. updates. Okay. Construction updates. So this is really exciting. Um, Adventure Cove at the zoo is going to have this weird underground tunnel 360 thing. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty fun. Um, I really want them to implement sea lion races. Because wait, isn't that like illegal? Yeah, you know we don't need to talk Julia. about the legality of it, but like I just think it would be really fun if you could race the sea lion. Like you, like I could like stand. Oh, you in, want to race? Again. I want to. You race don't want the two sea lions line. to race no. each other. You want to be the one. I kind of okay, want to race. Okay, but you would win. Sea. No, I don't think I would. They're what? fast. They're f- they're, they're fast. like massive. They like yeah, weigh they're, like a they're really bus. big, but they're like apparently really fast. Oh. So anyway. <laughs> They do not have sea lion racing at Adventure Cove, but it's looking pretty cool. Um, it will never, ever open because we've been waiting for this to open since like December of this year, past year, and it's still not open. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool and you'll be able to walk through a pretty cool aquarium tunnel thing, like kind of like the ones you always see in um, Instagram and stuff. Oh, 
nice. So Columbus is the new Nashville. Columbus is the new Nashville. So that's pretty cool. And then we have to talk about the Dollar General from last yes, week. Speaking of Nashville, I was just thinking of this. So a perfect segue. Um, we did uncover. Actually, we didn't do anything. Columbus Underground released an article. We just actually read about it instead we of read about speculating. <laughs> Columbus Underground released an article that said the Dollar General that's going into the High Point Luxury Apartments in Columbus Commons is not just any Dollar General. Oh, no. It's a DGX, which is a new concept from Dollar General. Um, it's going to be 6,200 square feet of space in this building. It's a smaller format store. It's kind of like a mini cross between a grocery store and a convenience store. So kind of like the urban targets. Yeah. Or like maybe like I kind of also think about that. Um, that D, D, um, UDF. That's on, uh, in Shore North. Yeah. I guess that like, would be. In a that's way. pretty big. Or Yeah. I guess yeah. that. So something like that. A cross between like a... a like a UDF and a Urban Target, whatever you want to call it. But the thing about these DGX stores is that this will be the sixth DGX location on the first one, Julia. Where do you think it started? Nashville. It started in Nashville. So, so guess what? We are the new We're Nashville. We're becoming new Nashville. Julia's fantasy is coming true. It is. Um, yeah, so they're going to have um, grab-and-go items, fresh produce, sandwiches, a coffee station, and carry-home goods. That's oh, cool. Might also include beauty products. Yeah, so it said that when DGX signed the contract with the um, contractors of High Point, they said they are not allowed to use the word dollar anywhere. Oh, uh, okay. They can't say dollars. So I guess nothing's going to cost a dollar either. I'm not yeah. sure. But, um, I mean, that's probably good on Dollar General to kind of try to rebrand a little bit, see what yeah, they can probably. do. I didn't realize there was a Dollar General on um, High Street near kind of in between like Worthington and Clintonville, like right by Graceland. Oh, there's a Dollar General there. I was like passing it and I was like, huh, a Dollar General. (laughs) Now you notice them more? Yeah, now I like think about them more. Yeah, well, thanks to Columbus Underground for um, allowing us to keeping us in the loop because otherwise we would be like, what's going on? Yeah, and that's really like our only like construction news I had. I feel like everything else was everything else is either a a luxury apartment or a hotel, and you know what? We're we're sick of it. Come up, come up with something new, Columbus. Yeah. Okay. Well, events this weekend. Yeah, um, there's a few of them. There's a few of them. Not too many. So Buckeyes are on a bye week, so you have all day Saturday to either watch other teams play football, and or you can do other things. So the Blue Jackets play the Oilers on the thirtieth. That's tonight. That's today. Yeah. Um, but they also play. Who did I say they played this weekend? Calgary, right? No. Yeah, they played Calgary on the second. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um. So there's a Blue Jackets game in town this weekend. So that is fun. Go definitely go to the Blue Jackets. Go to Whistle and Keg because that was so much fun. Um. Then also, oh, it's Halloween tomorrow. Do you want to? Yeah. So tomorrow's Halloween. So I have a few um things that are happening up, and I think you probably know about some of them. So I do know of a few um breweries that are like having parties. Like if you're an adult who wants to go. Do something. Yeah. Oh, Halloween. this is just a list of literally like trick or treating times. It looks like most trick or treating starts at six, and curfew cuts off anywhere between seven thirty and eight in like every single town you can think of: Bexley, Buckeye Lake, Canal, Winchester, Chillicothe, Circleville. So, if you want all of this information, go to Columbus Navigator. They have the times of the trick or treating curfew. But if you're an adult and you want to go to a party on Thursday night, um, Land Grant is having one. As well as Seventh Sun. There's a few different breweries. I think 
BrewDog had something this past weekend. Yeah, BrewDog did their thing on the weekend. I do want to say Elevator has the best pumpkin beer. Okay, two two really good pumpkin beers. Okay. Um, Elevator. Elevator, by the way, is also having a Elevator, party. Yeah, Elevator by the one by Wolf's Ridge, like the tap room, mm-hmm. not the restaurant. Okay. Um, has a white pumpkin ale. It is so good. Huh. And then Combustion in Pickerington. Or no, not Combustion. Loose Rail. I bet Combustion has some good beers too. Probably. Loose Rail in Canal has the best fall beers I've ever had. Like I think I had. That's a bold statement, Julia. Yeah. Are you willing to stand by that? I am willing to did stand by that Did you go there on the statement. L Trail? Or did you get I, it in your I, you pick six? No, I did that one. I was done with the Ale Trail at that time. No, but you're I doing think. it again this year, I thought. Yeah, but so I could go again. But um, <laughs> I think I just went for fun the last time when I went to go try the fall beers. Okay. Word. So those are probably good fall beers. Yeah. Let's so see, lots of good beer happening. Lots of good beer. Gallery weekend. Hop is this weekend. Gallery Hop is this weekend. There's some cool stuff happening. I don't know. If <laughs> he you sounded to- so sad about that. There's some cool stuff happening. <laughs> I was like thinking of what... Um, Last week, we talked about the Columbus and Cuba, Cuba and Columbus art collection. And if you want to go to Gallery Hop, I'm sure you can see a few of those pieces mm-hmm. throughout Short North. And then on the third is the Columbus Dessert Festival, which if there's t- tickets still available for that, I might have to look at that. That does sound good. I went to um, the Sweet Treats Festival last February. It was awesome. I thought for sure that it'd just be like little pieces of dessert. No, at one point, I got handed a pint of uh, graters. <laughs> So like oh that's dope yeah definitely like worth your money if it's like a similar concept yeah. which I feel like it is probably so you yeah can't go, you can't go wrong if there's desserts involved no you can't okay I guess that's all we got for you this week thanks for tuning in to another awesome episode of Columbus Cast <laughs> yeah I know cue Halloween music. <laughs> <laughs>